Ladies and gentlemen, is Lyme disease real? <laughs> um, you're listening to the Florida Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Ann Wacker. And it's just a question. It's an innocent question posed innocently. We're just asking questions. That's all I'm doing. That's all we're doing. Do you have any proof that Lyme disease is real? Or HIV, for that matter? Mm. Well, damn. It's just about cured nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> Both diseases that you can have and live for a long time with a really actually nice life. <laughs> Here's the thing with Lyme disease. Okay, so it's real, I guess. But <laughs> you guess I think you're so that skeptical it's, about I Lyme disease. I think that it's overly diagnosed. I guess that's why I come out and say it's fake. Is it? Fake disease. Totally overdiagnosed. Is it overdiagnosed or is it over self-diagnosed? Over self-diagnosed. Yeah. And overdiagnosed by chiropractors. By chiropractors. Chiropractors are giving out Lyme disease diagnoses these oh, days? Oh, yeah. They are? You can get anything from a chiropractor. You can't get a medical diagnosis from a chiropractor. It's about the only thing you can't get. <laughs> but they feel medical, don't they? Not really. To a lot of people, they do. Chiropractic is fucking bullshit. Everybody knows that. And that's why they handing out diagnoses for Lyme disease like it's candy. <laughs> okay, explain this. Who do you know who got a Lyme disease diagnosis from their chiropractor? Many people who I literally can't name on this podcast. <laughs> because, because they I listen. don't want to out them. <laughs> Too many that's people. That's funny. You think it's bullshit? Yeah. So what is it actually? That they have, if not Lyme disease. Anxiety. They didn't get bit by a tick? No. No? Not these women. They just have regular garden variety anxiety? Well, it's not garden variety. It's quite messed up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have have anxiety. I mean, it's like... Like the kind that makes them just like sit around the house all day and just like fret? Are they fretting? um, I think that they're unaddressed emotional needs or unaddressed emotional traumas have allowed them have have manifested physical symptoms within the body. That mm. okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm so there is doctor, something wrong with. But them. at least I acknowledge that, unlike chiropractors. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. All hate, no love. Um, so they do have something wrong with them. It's just not Lyme disease. That's my theory. So literally, you know more than one person that has told you that you, they have Lyme disease. Yes. And it's just because they're tired all the time. Yes. That's very interesting. That used to be mono, didn't it? It used to be yep. Epstein-Barr virus. Yep. Yeah. So what you're saying is there's diseases that rich ladies... Are these rich people or are they... Um, no, not necessarily. It kind of seems like you'd have to have a lot of time on your hands. A lot yeah. of idle time to be sitting around imagining diagnoses. Well, I think that depends on how creative and imaginative you are. Well, but I think if you're working all the time, you go, yeah, I'm fucking tired because I'm working all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I definitely think that's why you see a lot of these diagnoses in wealthier women or something like that. But mm-hmm. They could just be a basket case is what you're saying. It's not mutually exclusive, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. I think the majority of cases are probably people with enough resources to worry about things that don't exist. Uh-huh. But I don't think that's all the cases. I think it's just modernity. <laughs> modernity. And, like, and just, um, I don't know. I, I, think it, I think that pain, emotional pain, mm-hmm. 
can actually manifest as physical pain in the body. I think we, I think that might even be scientific. If it's this is not, that book I just you read think it's by real. that uh, by that gay Dutchman, isn't that right? <laughs> He's not gay. He's a Dutchman. Um, Be- Bessel van der Kolk. Bessel van van der Kolk. Yeah. Sounds gay. He's got Kolk in his last name. <laughs> oh my god. Um, just saying. I think that his research points to it a little bit, but I don't. Guzzle Manders Cox. But that's definitely not what the book is about. But I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience. I mean, I like there were physical things wrong with me at a certain point in my life that mm-hmm. no doctor could figure out. And the only people that could figure it out were the ones that were charging me personally and not my insurance company. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, and I got a lot out of it, like mm-hmm. seeing, you know, holistic naturopaths or yeah. whatever. Like I actually got like I got some healing from it for real. But at the end of the day, I think that, yes, the pain in my body is real. Like, my migraines are real. Like, my whatever it was at the time, you know, these these mysterious symptoms people have. Fatigue, brain fog, like, you know, digestive issues. Oh, now it's long stuff. COVID. Like, uh, now, like, a bunch Ooh. of, I know a bunch of ladies with, like, you know, um, th- that sometimes use them pronouns that, you know, uh. sort of throw on different pronouns for like fashion flair sure the, like yeah flair. it not mean um, it's just kind of an accessory for them a lot of them are claiming to have long covid now okay so and it's, that's this, the it's new all the same Lyme shit disease. it's this new epstein-barr virus it's really it's just you're symptoms just... that particularly women suffer from and i'm not saying this to belittle <laughs> yeah. my gender no, you guys have i'm it just rough. saying we you guys have reasons have to be anxious all the time emotional pain yeah no shit for many reasons that's kind of legitimate that's like your thing (laughs) being in emotional pain yeah definitely i think that like women women society does a number on us yeah that's what i'm saying like society does a number on you shit your own body's doing number on you yeah these bodies are tough it's tough man i literally we know we have a friend who like every time she gets a period like it's like mind wipe like she has to like lay down for like three days and just like shiver and go oh like she's in terrible pain yeah it's horrible and that happens once a month every month and then (laughs) when you finally like this person when you lose that when you finally lose that then you have to go through some other hellish fucking nightmare of a scenario like uh, like menopause you're just like angry and hot all the fucking time i wonder if that's what karen's are I think that's what Karens are. I think Karens are just going because Karens menopause. are all like middle-aged women, right? Yeah, like complaining about the manager. They're yeah. all just fucking steaming their hot. Their hormones are they're racing. Boiling. They're so hot. Karens are like they're boiling. Lob- they're the lobsters inside. in a pot. They're yes, all- <laughs> that's why they're so angry all the time. I need to see the fucking manager, the manager right now. Yeah, you better get my fucking order right. Uh, God damn black it! Black person better not be walking into this store right now. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. They're angry that <laughs> they're they're really hot. Their bodies are betraying them. Their bodies are betraying them and they don't like black people. So they yell at the manager when right. yeah, when they're too loud <laughs> yeah. at the movie theater or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. That's um, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but, so long COVID is the new Lyme disease. That was the new Epstein bar, that was the new mononucleosis. Yeah, and it's all fake. It's really all fake. you're just upset except that for your the, life is shit. Except for right, like mono is real and like Lyme, I guess, is real. No, but all like, these things are most real. Most people don't have them. Yes, like exactly. you go to a doctor and you get a test and it'll tell you if you have mono. Yeah, literally. You get your blood drawn and they look Same at it under Lyme a microscope disease. and they can yeah. tell you if you have Lyme disease or not. But not when you have to doctor shop, 
find out what's wrong with me. Which again, I'm not blaming people who do this because no. I've done this. I've been like someone for the love of God. Yeah. Find out why I'm in pain every single day. Exactly. I exactly. Never poop. My my pupils are dilated. Someone explained to me why my pupils are the size of saucers, and you can't even tell what my eye color is. <laughs> For an entire year of my life, eh, someone explained that wrong. to me. Someone explained why my hands and feet are blue. Well, like, it doesn't seem very it doesn't seem no very reason. like scientific or medical to go like, well, I think your life is just shitty. I know, I know. But that's really but, the truth. But also, they don't when ask those questions. When you're poor and stressed out, and your yeah. life is shitty, then you fucking can't shit for ten days in a row, and yeah. you have to go to the doctor. And if if you're poor and your life is shitty mm-hmm. and you work all the time, then you just go, eh, life sucks. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. And if you're not, then you go, I must tackle this issue. Yeah, exactly. Which is what anyone would do in the situation where they have any leftover energy at all. Which is why I was saying it's probably rich people who are sitting around doing yeah. this. No hate. I but mean, the most like, neurotic get the among us will continue this. Money yeah. or no money. And that's you. That's me, baby. That's you, baby. You're yeah. neurosis queen. That's right. Do you think so? Um, I think I've worked through it, but I think it's so natural for me to slip into there. Yeah, totally. That's like like your that's your wheelhouse. Favorite pair of jeans just slides right up, (laughs) fits all my curves. It's perfect. (laughs) You can you can slip them on. That also implies that you can decide to put them on. (laughs) You wake up and be like, "Yeah, baby, it's that kind of fucking day." I'm gonna get real weird. I'm gonna get real weird today. (laughs) Everything's gonna be wrong with me today. (laughs) We did once take you to a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, at uh, like one in the morning, because you thought that you had spinal meningitis. Like you can, you were convinced. Yeah. And it was like WebMD. Yeah. Like you did three clicks on the front page of Google, and you told yourself that you had spinal meningitis. And did I or did I not present a few of those symptoms after <laughs> after I convinced myself that it was real? Yes, of course you did. It's called the placebo effect. I know. It's, it's but imagine real. so that's kind of a micro scale because it was over in one night. Yeah, I mean, I I convinced myself I had it so bad we had to go to the ER in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and then obviously they test me and they say, "Yeah, no you luck, don't. Chuck. You're fine. You're no, fine. No luck, Chuck." And then I go home and I'm like, "God, I guess I made that all up." This is also coming from a person who's gaslit themselves into thinking that they need corrective lenses when they in fact get to the optometrist and mm-hmm. they find out they do not. You have perfect vision. Perfect vision. You have perfect vision. You could be an astronaut. <laughs> but no mental health problems. Oh yeah. Well that you couldn't be an astronaut <laughs> because of that, but physically you could physically. be an astronaut. Yeah. Um thank you. Uh, where was I going with this though? Um you you convinced yourself that you were blind when you actually weren't and the optometrist yes. had so to say imagine, Bitch, get out my office. Imagine. Yeah. Your your overbearing mother has never told you that that you're good at anything, that they love you. Um, your husband stops coming home. Uh, mm-hmm. Your your job is tedious. You stops can't coming find home. He's your- just gone. <laughs> husband disappears. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't like you know. You can't compare your looks to this crazy stuff on social media makes you feel bad just imagine just these daily stressors right yeah of like a life not well lived yeah uh-huh. and then imagine how quickly they could convince themselves that Lyme they have bar. <laughs> yes. exactly you got Lyme disease i convinced myself i had meningitis in one night you did it in like 45 minutes yeah yeah so imagine like just the ever-present 
life stressors that never get addressed, mm-hmm. all that emotional turmoil, and then what you can do with that. You know, this is a very long way to say that Kelsey Ann was recently featured on a podcast called This One Goes to Eleven. And that episode will be, that's hosted by my friends Tyler Esselman and Michael Lazinski, also available on Spotify. And that episode will be coming out, not sure when, I think they have to edit it, but it's basically you talk about a music album and you defend why it it goes to 11 and it alone is a perfect album. Um, and I definitely applaud your choice. I think it's fucking one of the best albums ever made. Um, but you went on that podcast and you made the controversial claim that Lyme disease does not exist. Right. And now, um, now here we are sitting around justifying it. Yeah, which, I have to justify it. I have to go to bat for my opinions. I agree. I agree. Um, at you all have costs. to. I agree. You um, have to. Right or wrong. But yeah. I got started on that topic because Joni Mitchell has a disease called Morgel- Morgellons disease. I hope I'm saying that right. Morgellons it's disease? A, it's a rare, um, like mysterious a, condition. Sounds like a witch. Morgellon. somewhat yeah. controversial because it basically doesn't exist. It's the same shit. It's the same shit as Lyme disease. Yes. Well, you can't even test for this, though. This, you can't test for it? it? No. It's not It's not a real condition. <laughs> That's so funny. But they call it Mor- Morgellons disease because uh-huh. it is a collection of symptoms. Okay. So they have to call it something because people are some people are coming forward and saying, I have XYZ symptom, uh-huh. and there's nothing to be done with it except for catalog it with... The other people that say they have these three symptoms or whatever. What are the know? symptoms? Um, that's a good question. Hold on. Pause. Skin rashes or sores that can cause itching. Okay, sores and um, itchy skin rashes. Crawling sensations under the skin. Okay. Um, a belief mm-hmm. that fibers, threads, or black stringy material is in and on the skin. Okay. Difficulty concentrating. Uh huh. Depressed mood. Okay, this sounds more like meth psychosis. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder um, if anyone's asked these people what sort of stimulants like, they're okay? on. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> are you taking drugs? Have you ever been under the influence? Have you in the past week been under the influence of methamphetamines? Listen, I think women. Again, uh-huh. I've, I've. This has happened to me. Uh huh. I think especially when women come forward saying, I have this thing, like mm-hmm. I have More whatever Gellin symptom. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not I maybe. have a disease named after a 15th century witch. <laughs> no, no, not that. But just King saying Arthur like, stories. I uh-huh. have these unexplainable like rashes. I have these unexplainable bouts of constipation, whatever. Yeah. Honestly, I think doctors just go oh god i think they just write it <laughs> off and i think much more than men totally yeah i think so um, too and i think that's unfair and that's well, biased okay okay counterpoint that's because men never go to the doctor that's true y'all refuse we ref- By the fucking time refuse to you go, to, go the to the doctor there is something severely wrong with you yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying you can't breathe yeah. or you have a broken limb. You guys, you're all about like going and getting checkups and pap smears and yeah. this and that. <laughs> pap smears said it like it's something that you like. There's a line out the door of ladies trying to get pap smears. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but you guys are definitely more invested in going to the doctor. and like, Yeah, preventative health. Yeah, stuff. preventative health. Um, totally. So I guess what I'm saying is like, but that's why they go like, ah, oh, fucking uh, the third women, one today with like the, if this woman, the fibers under her skin. Yeah, if this woman is like, there are fibers under my skin, and, <laughs> I, and I know that they're crawling under there. <laughs> fibers. 
and torturing me, like I guess uh-huh. believe her, right? I mean, I don't know how to. There, I don't know how to be well, moral yeah, about believe this. Believe her, but, but then it's at the not same time, like, it's fucking there psychosis. are no insects underneath your skin, ma'am. Yeah, and or why fibers. is it that the thousand people that have come forward with this are all wealthy white women in California? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. This is a California disease. It's a California for disease sure, for sure. Yeah, wealthy white women. I wonder how much coke Joni Mitchell has done in her lifetime. I don't know. I wonder how scrambled her brain actually is. No idea. No idea. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. But I love that you can throw Morgellon uh, syndrome, trouble concentrating, and depressed mood on there, and it's like. Uh-huh. So everybody? Like yeah, exactly. Everyone I know? <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> like, to say. I diagnose you with the human condition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides the fact that you're convinced. Notice that it says a belief that. Yeah, a belief. A belief that there are fibers. <laughs> fibers are so scary. Yeah. I hate fibers. That being said, though, uh-huh. they also, this saying that they, they present with sores or rashes, right? Mm-hmm. But... We know, we've talked on this podcast because yours truly, Nathan Simpson, gets random rashes. I do get random rashes. Like, and he'll go to a dermatologist and they'll be like, we just don't know anything about rashes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so you I know, go, that's it fine. is mysterious. I guess I'll just go and, kill myself then. Yeah. Um, but it's another symptom that's just like, yeah, no one knows why. Yeah, sometimes you get fucking rashes. Deal with it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you get a fucking, <laughs> sometimes you get HIV, you know, just deal with it, dude. Yeah. I rescind, by the way, my earlier statement that HIV isn't real. It's very real. It's just not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's very treatable. <laughs> <laughs> it's undetectable, the commercials say, or something. That's what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm imagining a guy flying to, like, fucking Burundi and seeing a village that everyone's got HIV, and he's like, you know, you can actually live, like, a long time with it's it. It's called though. prep. You take it it's twice ca- daily. It's called prep. A guy going, flying to Africa to tell them to just take prep. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> okay, Save I want to talk about. Okay, what? Let's get into the content yes. of the podcast. Yes. Speaking of men never going to doctors. Yes. Until they're in an extreme medical situation. <laughs> yes. You want to hear my Florida man for the week? Please. Okay, check it out, baby. This happened not ten miles from where your mom and dad live in Sarasota. Okay, only in fucking Florida, right? A couple of days ago, this just happened. Um, and this is People Fucking Magazine. It's uh, This has made national news. It's been uh, quite the splash. Florida man shares survival story after alligator rips off his arm and he gets lost in a swamp for three fucking days. What the fuck? A Florida man is speaking out after a three-day-long ordeal in which he lost his arm in an alligator attack and then got lost in a swamp. Oh, my God, no. On July 17th, Eric Murda, I believe that's how you say his name. Murda. was swimming across Lake Manatee when an almost seven-foot-long alligator bit and severed his arm, according to local station WFLA News Channel 8. Lake Manatee, babe. That's in Mayaka River State Park. That's where you and I got on a fucking canoe and paddled our asses out to the middle of the lake. Listeners, have you ever been in a situation that was so extreme that you had an irrational idea of how to solve it that clearly was a bad idea, but you almost did it? I'm sure they have. I, I've. This has happened to me twice that I can think of. And it's like... We were canoeing 
Uh-huh. And it was a narrow embankment. There, the, there was a bank on each side, and we were in this narrow channel. Mm-hmm. And there were alligators sunning themselves on both sides. On both sides, big boys too. Uh-huh. And we had to. We weren't communicating. The steering was off. I didn't know how to get <laughs> in the right. What direction. Kelsey Ann is trying to say is that she got so freaked out that she forgot how to paddle a canoe. No, what I'm saying is that I had a moment mm-hmm. where I thought I need to get out of this situation now. Uh huh. This needs to be over. Right now, I need to extricate myself immediately. Okay. So my brain literally was like, jump out of the canoe (laughs) and swim Uh to the shore. That's really, really close. The bank is close. Yeah, and covered in alligators. Swim to the shore, Uh run up that hill. (laughs) Leave me behind. (laughs) And that's the way to get out of the situation. Yeah. Obviously not. That's crazy. Crazy. There are alligators underneath our canoe. Yeah, there are alligators on both sides. Perhaps there was no the worst way thing I was, you could possibly do. It's the worst thing you could possibly do. In yeah. fact, staying in that canoe is the safest thing you could do. Yeah. But my brain was like, this is the solution. Yeah, exactly. Well, good fucking thing absurd. you didn't because you might have wound up like this motherfucking guy, Eric Murda, who on July 17th got his arm fucking ripped off by an alligator. Why was he swimming across the lake? Can you swim Well, this is else? my question. Okay, what, if, what the fuck do you think this guy looks like? Oh, yeah. A swamp creature. Swamp creature? Okay, describe him in your mind to me. Skinny, scrawny, uh-huh. white. Yep. Um, scraggly facial hair. Yes. Really? Yes, right um, down the middle. You want to see a picture see. of him? Oh! You fucking nailed it. Yes. Shit. So you ask yourself, why is he swimming in Lake Manatee? Who would do such a thing? Picture in your mind the kind of guy who would do such a thing. Bingo. You got Eric Murdo right there. Yeah. He was swimming across Lake Manatee. Poor choice. Poor which, choices. By the way, don't go swimming in a fucking freshwater body of water in Florida. Just oh, don't yeah. do it. The, the microbes or whatever, right? Well, not the well, fucking. The, fi- mi- the yeah. fibers will get into your skin, and then you'll think exactly. That you'll you'll, you'll get fibers in your itch. skin if you do that. Yeah. No, I mean you're talking about brain-eating amoebas, yeah. which there are in stagnant water, but that could be anywhere. I'm talking about fucking alligators. Yeah. Everywhere in every freshwater body of water. You know, it's just don't easy do it. not to do it. So exactly, you can just not do it. Exactly. This guy thought he was going to take a refreshing dip. It's a swamp. Lake Manatee is a goddamn swamp. Okay, so. So he's Back to the story. He's swimming across. He's okay. swimming in the water. Um, quote, I looked over there and there was a gator and I went to swim like Olympic style swim. Yeah. And she, Away from Yeah. It, like right? you're a, an Olympic yeah. swimmer. I went to swim like Olympic style swimming and she grabbed my arm from the outside. The 43 year old told the station. Mm-hmm. The Sarasota man tried to seek help, but then realized he was lost oh. and wandered for three days in severe agony. With a bone poking out and a lot of pain, the whole three days I was screaming at the top of my lungs, he said. You're kidding. Murder was eventually airlifted to a hospital. Thought, I wonder if anyone thought he was the swamp the swamp creature. The Mayaka swamp. <laughs> what's it? The Mayaka swamp ape. The skunk ape, you The mean? skunk ape. Yeah, probably howling in the yeah. middle of the night. That's probably what a skunk ape is. It's just some fucking idiot who wanted went for a swim. <laughs> in a swamp and got his shit ripped open by an alligator. How did he stop the bleeding? He didn't stop the bleeding. He just bled for three fucking days. I'm surprised he didn't bleed out, though. Yeah, me too. A bone was sticking out of his goddamn arm. So eventually, Murda found his way to a uh, barbed wire fence. Okay. 
and a person saw him there. He begged for help. The person oh, fucking called 911. Jesus. They airlifted him to a hospital where doctors amputated his fucked up, mangled, <laughs> shitty arm, Yeah. according to the station. Upon reflection of his harrowing experience, Murda said he wants to become a motivational speaker. Oh. I came out the swamp naked with one arm, he said. I was reborn for a reason, and I believe that is to motivate people. <laughs> one day after Murda was rescued, Florida Fish and Wildlife told the outlet that a contractor had removed two alligators from the artificial reservoir, a six-foot and a nine-foot alligator. The wildlife agency says 22 alligator bite incidents have been reported this year alone. Last month, a Brandon man was swimming in Lake Thonotosasa. That sounds like a Florida name. (laughs) Thonotosasa. When an alligator bit him on the face, according to a statement from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, obtained by People magazine. In May, 47-year-old Thomas McGinnis died after he was injured by an alligator while at Taylor Lake in Largo, Florida. Mm. At least three people have died in alligator attacks in 2022 alone, oh, including yeah. two people in Florida. They took a granny down. Do you remember that? That's right. At the golf course. Yep, that's right. Oof. That's right. Okay, so what have we learned here? Don't go swim in lakes. I'm just going to say lakes. Just yeah. all lakes. Any in lake, Florida. any pond or reservoir in Florida. No fresh water. No rivers. Situation. No stagnant pools. No. I mean, double, triple check your fucking backyard pool yeah, before you get in there because fucking gators be Snakes. floating out there too. Uh-huh. Bar none. Fresh water, Florida, don't get in it. Don't get in it. Unless you want to wind up like that eight-year-old at Disney World or... 43-year-old Eric Murda, who fucking made it. Who has a promising career ahead of him. As a motivational speaker. Oh, this fucking guy. I mean, I wonder if he ever... I wonder if he slept at all. Like, in those three days. Dude, I don't know. I I cannot believe this guy survived. Me too. It's crazy. I can't believe he got that lost. I know. Too. I can't believe how that not, far into that the brush was he? Hear him in three days, like that he didn't get close to anyone. I mean, it's a state park. There's people around. I know. It's it's absolutely nuts. Absurd. I mean, I've I don't know. Would you just give up? Would you just go? Well, I'm fucked and <laughs> just swallow some water. No. No. I think you I have, have the, that you have grotesque life force. impulse to yeah. just stay alive at all costs. You guys have the life force. That's because. You, you're a Florida woman. He's a Florida man. You guys are like cockroaches. You can't be killed. <laughs> we can't. You can't be killed. Can't. You know, Florida man just... literally is like a cockroach. You can't you stomp on him, you fucking smash him, burn him, fucking bite his armor. Yeah, rip his limbs off. Doesn't matter. He's fine. He'll regrow him. Yeah, and he'll, be, he'll learn from his ordeal and become a motivational speaker. You can't be killed. Defrauding millions. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I have such a, a impulse to survive that okay this was years mm-hmm. ago but Nathan and I went to the 911 museum in New York City and I came out of one of the wings of that museum going yeah not me <laughs> yeah, like I i'm not this. i just it's it was an sad, insane thing to say but yeah. i know that i would not be the one to go back in there to grab others and bring those people down as well I'm just going down. And I don't like that about myself. I think that's a horrible quality. But I know thyself. And I know I'm not one of these motherfuckers going back in to 
No. Yeah, well, I mean, what? Sorry, I'm going out. I'm getting out. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can't be you can't be a fucking hero. You know what I well, mean? Well, they a lot of people were. Sounds like. Well, a lot of people were. Yeah, sure. Yes, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, honestly, it makes more fucking sense to survive the situation than it does put yourself in more danger. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why they call it. It's an irrational thing to do. That's why it's heroic. You, you would know? do but it. Like, I probably I would. I think you would. But it's fucking stupid. It is dumb as hell. It's fucking stupid. And then I fucking die and our, you have to and raise so our kids by, by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fat, our hypothetical non-existent were. kids in <laughs> this non-existent 9-11 scenario. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> anyway, um, so let me tell you about my Florida woman. Do it, babe. Okay, so I'm reading from a CBS News article, and its title is, Is Ashley Benefield the Real-Life Black Swan? Okay. Okay. It says, Ashley Benefield is a former ballerina and swimsuit model who founded a groundbreaking ballet company. Today, she is also a killer charged with murdering Whoa. her husband, Doug Benefield, in Florida. How this beautiful dancer and creative spirit became accused of something so ugly is the focus of the Black Swan murder, reported by 48 Hours contributor Jim Axelrod. The story aired on um, June 4th on CBS and on Paramount+. Plus. Um, it says, Ashley and Doug met in August 2016 at a dinner party in Florida Hosted by the Republican Party. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? During Donald Trump's run for presidency in 2016. Highly suspicious place to be or meet anyway. Bad jump off spot yeah, for them, for these bad two. Juju. Uh, Doug was 54. Ashley was 24. But age hardly mattered. Quote, he just immediately <laughs> thought Ashley was the most beautiful. The mo- Yeah, she's 24. The most amazing person in the world. Yeah, she's a 24-year-old ballerina and swimsuit model. Now, I want you to and take a look at And he's obviously a wealthy political donor. Yeah. Tell me this doesn't look exactly like Natalie Portman and her director from Black Swan. Oh, yeah, it does. He looks like, uh, what's that fucking I French think, actor's uh, name? Gerard Depardieu. Is that his name? No. Yeah. 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 Okay, we're going with it. That's the only French actor I know. <laughs> okay. No, they look just like that. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, it says at the time that they met, she worked in the campaign office of Donald Trump in Sarasota, Florida. I forgot that his headquarters were in Sarasota. <laughs> Wait, no, Gerard Depardieu is a fucking big fat guy. Oh, really? Who's this <laughs> yeah. guy? Will you just look it up for yeah, us real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, Keep going, keep going. So, um... He was a, it says he was a consultant. So, okay. She's working for the Donald Trump campaign in Sarasota. He's a consultant from South Carolina, a former Navy pilot who worked with technology companies and defense contractors. Got it. Vincent Cassel. Really? Vincent Castle. Love that. Okay. Um, they were saying, I love you to each other within, I think, a week or so. Nice. Says Rob, cool. a friend. Nice. After knowing each hey, other, when it, ha- when it hits, it hits. You know. When you know, you know. Seriously. Um, after knowing each other for only thirteen days, uh-huh. the two were married by Doug's close friend Trip Cormani. Trip Cormani. Trip Cormani. Also a Republican, obviously. Also a fucking with a name suspicious like that. name. Yeah, exactly. Trip. Anyone named Trip is born with a Republican days. Party membership card. That is that is remarkably short. Yeah. I'm I'm actually I'm not one to like warn against that thing. I I I feel like just do whatever you want to do. Like I'm all, just go all in, who cares? Get a divorce later. Yeah, totally. Just do whatever you want. The pussy was yanking. But babe. 13? Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, it says Doug's teenage daughter, Eva, admits mm-hmm. there was friction between her and Ashley. Quote, he basically told her that I needed somebody. I needed a motherly role in my life. And I didn't think I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Eva had already been through significant trauma. Only nine months earlier, Eva had come home from school to discover her mother, Renee's dead body. She had died of an undiagnosed ha- heart ailment. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. Um, but anyway, so they get married. Um, it says that... Ashley had a dream to create an inclusive ballet company featuring all body types and ethnicities. Okay. Doug wanted to make Ashley happy, friends say, and he was <laughs> determined to make, again, the pussy be yanking. Yeah, that's Her what I'm saying. Her dreams a reality. Uh-huh. Dancers from all over the country began arriving in Charleston at the end of the summer of 2017 to join the American National Ballet, or ANB. Nice. And this really did get off the ground. I mean, like... You knew about it? Uh, I didn't know about it, but in my reading of a few of these articles, dancers like quit companies they were already with in Los Angeles and New Mm -hmm. York to come down to South Carolina. It was the beginning of this really promising venture. Yeah, right. And they were very convincing. And the vision for this company was something that these people really wanted to be involved on the ground floor. You know, this like inclusive, like, you know, I think like just. For ballet, obviously, there's a very strict set of, like, body type requirements. But she yeah. was, you know, it was going to be this rad-ass well, company where, like, some girls could be short. Some girls could, yeah. It could, you could be trans. You could be whatever. They were yeah, into you, it all, as long as you were a good dancer. So it sounded so awesome, you'd right? You'd be a great big fat person. Probably not. Well, ballet doesn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. um, not that inclusive. So. Oh, yeah. Was she a great big fat person? I love that movie. I hate that fucking movie. Ashley also wanted to pursue motherhood, and in July 2017, she became pregnant. The tensions nice. with Eva continued to mount. One day, Doug and Ashley argued about Eva. Doug lost his temper and fired a gun into the ceiling of their home. Florida man. Damn. Nice. We got to lay down the law, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Ashley's starting this company in Charleston, but she gets pregnant really quick mm-hmm. and basically goes... I'm feeling sick all the time, so I'm going to move in with my mom in Florida, Mm -hmm. in Lakewood Ranch, which is a little neighborhood in Sarasota, Mm -hmm. and you're going to run the company. (laughs) I'm out. Like, I'm not living with... I'm not... I'm moving to Florida. Literally, see ya. See ya. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this guy is an ex-Navy pilot. She's the ballet person. He doesn't know anything about ballet. Yeah, so she just goes like, peace, you run the company. Yeah. And he's like fucking what? What do I do? Probably with all his money. I mean, start shooting. Like, right? Yeah, start shooting the ceiling a whole lot more. Yep. That's how you get him to listen. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. That's so his that, leadership tactic. Oh my god. Well, it's what he got taught in the navy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it says Doug agreed, but Ashley took it further than he ever expected. On a night when he was hosting a party for the American National Ballet, Ashley drove back to his house and left a four-page letter listing all his inadequacies and more. In the note, Ashley called Doug possessive and controlling. She wrote the incident when he'd fired the gun into the ceiling and had left her uh, feeling, quote, fearful for her life and safety of her unborn child. Mm -hmm. I could see the look in his face when he read it, said his daughter Eva. I could just tell his heart was broken. That... The months that followed were an increasingly rough time for Doug. The funding never fully materialized, and the ballet company fell apart. Now, imagine the 
fucking tragedy of that because you've got a bunch of dancers who quit their jobs elsewhere in the country. Yeah, that fucking And now stinks. they're just hanging out in Charleston. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> that does suck. Um, uh-huh. um, so basically, they they moved apart and she had the baby and she didn't put his name on the birth certificate. They were still sort of seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And then um, she suggested that they move to Maryland. So uh, their, their daughter was two and a half at this time. Mm-hmm. So uh, he agreed. And it says on September 27th, 2020, Doug helped Ashley pack the family possessions uh, in Florida into a U-Haul truck around 7 PM. Ashley's mother took her granddaughter out to a nearby park and Ashley and Doug were alone in the house. Suddenly, a neighbor heard screaming and called 911. Ashley went to a different neighbor. She walks door-to-door, gun in hand, says Tommy Benefield, Doug's cousin, tells the neighbor, I shot Doug in self-defense. The neighbor calls 911. When police and medical workers responded, Doug was still alive but unable to speak, and he died nearly an hour later at a nearby hospital. Oh, that sucks. It's awful. Oh, that's terrible. While Ashley made no statements to sheriff deputies. Shot him in the gut. Smart girl. Uh, Her mother and her lawyer, Faith Brown, did. Her mother said she and Ashley had been living in fear of Doug for three Mm -hmm. and a half years. She claimed they tried to get help from the authorities, but that no one would help them. Ashley's allegations against Doug had been investigated by the authorities, but Doug was never charged with a crime. Alicia countered that Doug, quote, knows how to play the game. I mean, because she didn't speak to the police, no case was able to be built. Therefore, I'm on her side. I believe her. I mean, you know, he did start out by firing bullets into the ceiling. You can't fucking shoot your ceiling. You can't shoot your fucking gun off into the ceiling in front of your pregnant wife. You just can't do that, dude. Yeah, you just you just can't do that. You don't do that. Oh, she was arrested. She was arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Five weeks later, she was arrested. Was she convicted? Uh, charged with second-degree murder. She pleaded not guilty. She was released on bond after spending two weeks in jail. It remains unclear whether Ashley uh, will be convicted. The trial will take place in 2023. Oh, no shit. So yeah. she hasn't even gone to trial yet? Nope. No, she's not She's not going to jail. But that's Florida man and Florida woman, Ashley Benefield and Doug Benefield. Boom. Okay, do you have a fact for me and our listeners? I do. But now I'm I'm now I'm iffy about this fact because my fact I found before my Florida woman and my fact is also about a murder. We love murder. Okay, okay. that's what this shit is all about. Okay, we love debauchery. We love murder. All right. We love butt sex. I don't. Get out of there. Why do you have to? Why? Do, Speak for yourself, use the babe. Hole that is Get in the, there. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Somebody. <laughs> this is from People Magazine. Uh-huh. The title is Anthony Todd Convicted of Killing Wife, Three Children, and Family Dog in Celebration Florida Home. Celebration. Oh. So give the listeners just a very quick rundown of what Celebration is. Who, me? Yeah. Celebration is a planned community built by Disney. Yes. Literally a Disney neighborhood, the fucking happiest neighborhood on earth or whatever. Yeah. Dude. Disney pulled out, I think, in 2020 and left it bankrupt. So yeah. Disney no longer owns the neighborhood that does still exist. And yeah. everything is falling to shit. And, like, literally houses are falling apart. And it was all, it was all like, planned in this, like, sort of, like, um, you know, the way that Disney does. It was this, like, quote-unquote fantasy of the American South. Yeah. And it was all white picket fancy and, like, beautiful, like, you know. Like a Main Street USA downtown. But everything in, like, like quotation bank. marks. It's not, like, really that. And it wasn't built to last. It was built like shit. But nothing in Florida is really 
anything because it wasn't from before. There is no yeah, before exactly, besides exactly. the Caloosahatchee Indians. Like, there's no... Literally. In the Seminoles. Yeah, like, exactly. So it all... Everything in Florida looks like it's copying something else poorly. Well, because it is. But yeah. the thing is, like, that's not necessarily true, by the way. There's St. Augustine. Yeah, St. Augustine know, there's like old Spanish architecture and stuff. And there's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, people yeah, have been right. living there for a long time. But what I'm saying is that like, you're right. Florida itself is a construction of the American mind. It is. And that's sort of what this podcast is all about is deconstructing Florida so we can get into the fucking American mind, which is insane yeah. and bananas. We're all crazy. And absolutely psychotic. But um, so this, this neighborhood was built by disney uh-huh. to look like you know perfect suburban americana like southern suburban americana but it was built like shit and it wasn't built to last so it starts like peeling and fading and getting moldy and like leaking and like, leaking, and like stairs and leaking. are falling infrastructure in. problems yeah. this is, is celebration this florida. already mickey mouse construction that's what they call it yeah literally mickey mouse can literally Meaning mickey mouse the construction. facades are what you'd expect the facades look great yeah. But the interior, the building, the plumbing, the su- like, it's a mess. Cheap it's disgusting. shit. It's, it's cheap, cheap, stupid it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's Celebration Florida. But it's it still a quick looks rundown. like a very creepy, Stepford-y, picture-perfect neighborhood. Of course. And of it course. feels dark. I mean, just driving through, feel it feels eerie. I've never been there, but just knowing about it feels eerie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it says, former physical therapist Todd, uh, Anthony Todd, 46, was found guilty spoiler of murdering his wife children and dog uh, he will spend the remainder of his life in prison without the possibility of a role yeah a role parole you know what i mean yeah. the florida father who spent multiple weeks living with the corpses of his wife children and dog after killing them oh my god has been found guilty of the murders that's so fucked so apparently he killed them at quote unquote at some point in december that's what the autopsy Whoa. people believe and they weren't uh Police came to the house on basically seizure because of fraud charges. Yeah. With his physical therapy business. Not anything to do with his family annihilation and the corpses inside of his house. And then, surprise, surprise, they fucking open the door. And it probably reeks. Oh, yeah, of course. That happened on January 13th. And Holy the shit. coroners think he killed his family sometime in December. Oh, my God. That's horrendous. Really bad. That's so, so bad. Um, so basically just what I said. It says the chilling murders came to light on January 13th, 2020, when FBI agents and Osceola County deputies knocked on the door of Todd's house in the planned picture-perfect community of celebration to serve a federal warrant for health care fraud charges stemming from his physical therapy business. While they were there, they found Todd inside the house along with the decomposing bodies of his wife, Megan, 42, their 13-year-old son, Alec, their 11-year-old son, Tyler, and their youngest daughter, four years old, Zoe, and their dog, Breezy. Oh, my God. That is fucked. He was arrested and charged with four counts of first-degree murder and one count of animal cruelty. He pleaded not guilty. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I have I no idea. Do I don't know. I came home and it was like this. <laughs> I mean, actually, that's kind of basically what he says. So That's so fucked up. Taking the stand during the trial, Todd and blamed I his wife. And I didn't tell anybody, and I just stayed inside for several weeks, and I lived with them, and it was nice. Yeah. They were my puppets. He blamed his wife. He blamed his wife? Yeah, his dead wife that he killed. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Can you get lower, Florida man? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, that's the basement. And he looks that's like... That's bedrock. In his mugshot, he looks pasty white. 
and course. puffed. It looks like he was a normal looking white guy, 40 years old, yeah. that got like you put a bicycle pump into him and you just uh, like sh- 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 three times. Yeah. And that's what he looks like now. So like Ugh. his face is puffed. Yeah. And his it's, it makes his eyes look kind of small. Ugh. And his he has fat like really a lot around his neck and yeah, not looks that like the much. Michelin man. Yeah, but like it's all He uh, looks like he's been floating in a river. Yeah. 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 Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. So um he said I came home and my kids were dead. It was the most horrible day of my life. What made it more horrible was that my wife died in front of me also. So in a videotaped confession shown in court to the jurors earlier in the trial, he claimed to the deputies that he killed his uh, wife and then he decided to kill all the kids because he had been watching videos about how to achieve salvation because of the uh, coming apocalypse. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice guy. And um, he said that Everybody needed to die in order to pass over to the other side together. Mm, yeah, 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 of course. Except for him. Right, except for him. Obviously. Well, you know, well, you know, he is a family man, and uh-huh. uh, he wants the best for his family, yeah. but he's willing to suffer here on Earth. He puts them ahead on of these himself. earthly plane. Yeah. yeah, he's willing to send them to heaven just yeah, as like a treat. He's got their best interests in mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That's evident. That's self-evident. Yeah. But then he claimed in his confession that he and Megan had agreed to... So then, okay, so he says that... He confessed. He confessed, Uh and he said that he wanted everyone to have salvation, so he killed everybody. Yeah, yeah. Then he said later that he and Megan agreed together, so it's partially her fault because they both wanted this. Oh, nice. Uh And and then... and, and okay. Then he changed his story again. Yes, but in that confession, he claimed that him and his wife sat the children down, uh-huh. talked to them about dying, and then shot them in the fucking face. And that the kids told them, uh-huh. "We want to die with you." Ew! What? Ew! If you're gonna die, we're gonna die. We'll all die together as a family. What? You know, typical eleven-year-old boy this shit. Is so fucked up. Like yeah. this guy. This guy is all over the place here this is that makes zero sense at all yeah none of this shit makes any sense uh it says that so but then he was like i killed my four-year-old first and i Uh sat on my daughter's bed for hours while she slept before suffocating her with a pillow oh cool great he says i needed to save her soul i wanted her to be there with us and then he suffocated and stabbed both of his sons and then he claimed that his wife stabbed herself in the abdomen and uh, uh, when she failed to kill herself, he, he of course, took pity upon her and mercifully smothered her with yeah, a pillow nice guy, nice so guy. that she couldn't breathe and that she could die. Yeah, totally. Nice guy. And then he took all their bodies and he placed them in the master bedroom. Great. Lined them all up. Uh-huh. And I guess uh, just down. looked at them for a couple of weeks. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Cool guy. Yeah, a really cool guy. And then basically he said that Actually, it was all Megan's fault, and he just came home from work, and the kids were dead, and then he was really mad, and then she was like, well, I'm killing myself, too, and then he watched her uh, stab herself. So what you're saying, your fact is that celebration really is the happiest neighborhood on earth. Thank you for seeing and hearing me. That is exactly what I meant to say. (laughs) That was disgusting. That was so horrible. I want to say something about family annihilations at large. Okay. This is a male crime, statistically. Oh, like killing your whole family? Yes. Mostly women kill 
their husband? Uh, yes, by poisoning them. But just their husband? Yes. By poisoning them? Or it's postpartum psychosis and they kill babies in right, right, fits right, right. of despair and rage. Yeah, or they Casey Anthony out. No, that's so rare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's an outlier. She's really special. But you're saying that most family annihilations are perpetrated yeah. by men. Yes. Like nearly all. This like reminds me of that Louis C.K. joke from years and years ago that he was just like, it's insane that a woman ever like agrees to go on a date with a man. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. He's like, the, the, the most fatal things for men are like car crashes, heart attacks. Like most men die from like, you know, you know, drinking and driving. Yeah. The most dangerous thing in the world to women is us is guys <laughs> like statistically <laughs> like you're the most likely thing to kill you that's not you know like a fucking uh, like old age is yeah. a dude uh just a dude yeah oh crazy but we we you know we're suckers we'll, we'll go out with a guy we don't know even yeah. though he's statistically likely to and kill also us. hashtag not all men not all men you know what i mean yeah but men do this and a trend that i've noticed that i find so funny yeah is that a lot of times, not for Anthony Todd, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys will kill their whole family. So wife, multiple children, and not kill the dog. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. They can't. They can't kill they the won't, dog. They don't. Yep. A lot of mm-hmm. family annihilations are like, everyone was dead except for the dog. Except for the fucking dog was running around barking. Or he takes barking. the dog with him or something. Oh, terrible. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Not so in this one. No. He- Breezy wasn't so lucky. Nope. Oof. Okay, well, I have a I have a fact for you. So, like your fact related to your Florida woman, my fact relates to my Florida man. Oh. So, deadly alligator attacks are a growing trend. And this is from Time Magazine. Um, this was from uh, 2018, but the trend has continued to be on the rise. Ooh. So, the death of Cassandra Klein, a 45-year-old elementary school teacher who was killed by a nine-foot alligator <laughs> while protecting her dog... On Hilton Head Island Monday made headlines around the world. Again, it wouldn't be me. No, fuck the dog. I'm not going in there for my dog. Sorry, Sparky. My mom is like, I would in a heart. Like, she's like, I just, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even think about it. And I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't be Like me. your mom would dive on top of the alligator to try and yeah. save little Piper. Yeah. Her little doggy. But. No, just have him. No, sorry, have him. we're not both gonna die. He's a chicken McNugget to yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're a prehistoric you a dinosaur monster. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm again, Sparky. It's not your fault. Sparky's but, in like, a moosh bouche in this situation. Exactly. And I might be the main the main entree, okay? And I don't want to get involved. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let him have right. the dog. So she went for a dog. Yeah, she went for a dog, and then she got fucking ripped apart by a goddamn dinosaur. Fatal alligator attacks are rare, rare enough that they attract a lot of attention when they happen. But dangerous human-gator interactions are starting to happen more and more frequently because people are moving deeper into alligators' habitat, Mm. says University of Florida professor Frank Mazzotti. Now, this harkens back to earlier episodes where we talked about how Florida is the fastest developing state in the nation with the most rapidly growing population. Mm. And it's the third most populous state outside of California and New York. So... Fellas, ladies, Floridians, listen, you're going to encounter alligators. They're fucking out there yeah, it's not in it. numbers, it's in sure. droves. And if you're going into these new 
communities that are being built further and further out outside of the uh, coastal cities yeah. where um, the populations were once centered, you're going to run into alligators. So fucking perk up those little ears and listen to what I'm trying to tell you here. Yeah, like Sam goes for, you know, you know the advice that they give like single women who are walking in a city by themselves at night? Yeah. <laughs> like don't have your headphones in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be looking at your phone. Uh-huh. Like have look up, have your wits about you. Yeah. Don't have your bag all just fucking hanging. Yeah, don't um, be a fucking dumbass. Basically. Don't be a dumbass. Uh, I, same goes for gators. Don't have your headphones in. You need to fucking hear. Don't be looking at your phone. Pay attention. Pay attention where you're walking. Wake up, bitch. Yeah. There's dinosaurs around here. Yep. Okay, and so. And it's their house. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Quote, people building homes where alligators live have caused the imp- increase in attacks, Mazzotti, a wildlife expert with the University of Florida's Fort Lauderdale Research and Education Center, tells Time. Klein was walking her dog alongside a lagoon adjacent to Sea Pines Resort Golf Course, which was attacked about 9.30 a.m. Sea Pine, a 5,200-square-foot gated community, was built in 1957 and is located at the southern tip of Hilton Head. Um, Florida, which... Sorry, say that again. Gates always make you feel safe, you know. It's gates. like a false sense of what does the yeah, gate do? Yeah, you, you you literally built a gate around a bunch of alligators and then put a bunch <laughs> yes, of people inside. Exactly. Them. Florida, which has the most human alligator interactions, has recorded 24 deadly alligator attacks since 1948, but 14 of those have occurred in the last 20 years. Oh, now, take in mind, this was written in 2018. Yeah, and there's been a lot since then. Mm-hmm. Huh? Um, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission data. There were an average of about 10 alligator bites a year in the 2010s. Now, remember, I just read that other article saying that there have been like 28 alligator bites in the past year. So that's way more than double, nearly triple what what this article is saying, compared with an average of eight a year in the 1980s. The last reported case of a fatal alligator attack in the U.S. was in June. Shizuka Mitsuki, 47, was last seen walking her two dogs in South Florida before her body was found miles away in a lake in Davie, Florida. Okay, the dogs are the link. So keep listening. Before that, Bonnie Walker wandered off her senior living center. Oh, Bonnie, She was no. 90 years old. Oh, no, Bonnie, no! And was killed in an attack in no. Charleston, South Carolina in 2016. Despite what seems to be increasing frequency, Mazzotti says attacks are still remarkably rare considering the number of alligators in southeastern U.S. There are an estimated 100,000 alligators in South Carolina alone. Alligators do not have an instinct to attack humans, he says. In many instances, there are several factors that contribute to an alligator attack. Mazzotti says he believes a major factor in Klein's death was her dog, which alligators perceive as food. Delicious. You're a delicious looking dog. A good comparison would be that a dog is like what a bowl of pasta or a chicken is to a human. When alligators see a dog, they see their next meal, he says. When nuisance trappers go into an area with gators, they'll often literally bring speakers and play a recording of a dog barking. And that's what baits the gators to come investigate. Mazzotti says people need to be aware of their surroundings when they are near water or in areas where they have been alligator sightings. He adds, don't let your dog run free. Treat your dog like you would treat your child. But there's a caveat. If a person is in the unfortunate situation where an alligator attacks a pet, Mazzotti, the fucking alligator expert, says it's best not to get in the alligator's way. His recommendation for anyone who does get attacked by an alligator, quote, fight like you're 
fucking life depends on it. I added, I added the fucking, but that's <laughs> because it's for emphasis. Fight like your fucking life depends on it. Poke the gator in the eyes and try and ram your hand down its throat. Ooh. He advises. Down its throat? That feels risky. Like, your hand is in his teeth trap. Then. Well, listen, he says, alligators will often reposition the bite, take advantage of that to get away. Um, oh. Like, if you shove your hand down, um, down its throat, then it's going to oh, 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 try and like reposition its mouth. Oh, um, so take advantage through. of that moment to get away. And also make yourself appear as big as possible. The yeah. bigger you appear, the less likely the gator is to engage. So teeny yeah. tiny woman walking her dog around, it's like a fucking, it's like a snack. It yeah, literally it's like is. It's like a chips. charcuterie board. It's a charcuterie board. And the gator doesn't want anything to do with her. He's like, Dude, do not, don't come in between me and my fried chicken sandwich. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, exactly. What are you, nuts? I'm a dinosaur. I have to eat this. You You get that, right? I have to eat this. You understand? I'm programmed to eat this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same goes for a toddler, probably. Definitely. Toddler looks like a snack to an alligator. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking watch out. Keep your eyes peeled, guys. Yeah. Especially because most of the new developments in Florida are like in these endless suburbs. Yep. They all have to have like water runoff reservoirs. There's going to be fucking alligators in them. Watch out, guys. Oof. Watch out. Well, that's my fact, babe. Damn. When you're in Florida, careful where you walk your dog. Careful where you walk your dog. And if you get into a tussle with an alligator... Fucking fight it off. Don't like go limp. Don't like it's not a bear. Don't like, you know, go right. to the fetal position. Punch that motherfucker. Hit him in the nose. Yeah. Ram your hand down his throat. And just let let little Sparky go with God. Sparky's done for, dude. Sparky's Are gonna you be another me? angel in heaven. Imagine if you do save him. You're gonna pull half a dog out of an alligator's <laughs> mouth. Oh my god, that's crazy. It's not worth it, dude. No, it's not worth Sorry, it. Sorry, he's a goner. Yeah. Such is life. Say lovey, <laughs> as they say. Say lovey. Okay. All right. I think that's a good point to sign off on. I agree. Thanks for listening, fellas. Thank you so much. And um, ladies, we love you. Thanks for tuning in again. Give us a, a subscription, a little rating, a little review. We Hell love yeah. it. Thank you so much. Email us if you have any crazy Florida stories. Our email address is floridawoman.pod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at floridawoman.pod. That's right. And you can find us on Patreon at Florida Woman Pod. Cool. Boom. That's it. guys. We love you. Take care. Be careful where you walk those dogs. Exactly. Bye-bye.